Experts warn against using hand dryers in public restrooms. A man drove through the oldest bathroom in Japan, and a 140-year-old pair of Levi's just auctioned for a lot of money. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. I have three strange, odd, weird, kinky stories from around the globe for you. That's right, for you. Experts warn against using hand dryers in public restrooms. A MD candidate, I guess that means a student, explained why you should never use those automatic hand dryers in public bathrooms. Uh, he's a TikToker. Ordinarily, I don't take medical advice from a TikToker. His name is Mad Medicine. Mad Medicine is all about sharing, quote, dope medical facts. You know someone who I don't take medical advice from? Uh, someone who uses the phrase dope medical facts. But let's keep reading. Maybe he has a point about these hand dryers. Uh, Mad Medicine likes to share dope medical facts to make health information more accessible for you and me. He recently shared a video about how those super convenient contactless hand dryers in the public restrooms actually don't stop the spread of bacteria. Uh, he contends they even make them worse, which is terrible. But I mean, what do we expect? This is a public restroom. I mean, if you can get out of there without a disease, I think you're winning. Uh, the medical student, Mad Medicine, reacted to a popular TikTok trend where people are using hand dryers in public restrooms to curl their hair. <laughs> well, uh, that's a TikTok trend I totally missed. Sounds like a disastrous trend. Uh, here's a quote from Mad Medicine. Well, guys, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but those hand dryers in the public restrooms are extremely disgusting. There have been actual studies done on those hand dryers to see if they spread bacteria. And spoiler alert, guys, they tend to spread more bacteria compared to just using a towel. And it turns out that Mad Medicine is not incorrect. A 2018 study done by the University of Connecticut found that exposure to hot hand dryers exponentially grew bacteria colonies within a matter of seconds. Seconds? That is quite alarming. So you just wash your hands and now you go dry them and bacteria colonies appear within seconds. Aren't you back where you started from? This is a disaster. I've been using those things for years. I mean, when I say I use them, I just kind of like rub my hands just for a few seconds. And then I just wipe my hands on my pants afterward like the rest of us do because they really don't work. Now, according to the Connecticut study, every time a lidless toilet is flushed, it aerosolizes. Aerosolizes? Oh, wow. I think I nailed that. It aerosolizes a fine mist of microbes. This fecal cloud, oh boy, that's a <laughs> fecal cloud. That's an image I don't want. The fecal cloud may disperse over an area as large as six square meters or 65 square feet. This means each time someone flushes a toilet in a public restroom, particles of fecal bacteria spread through the air. Oh man, this is awful. When the bacteria comes in contact with a hot hand dryer, it multiplies. The best way to dry your hands and prevent bacteria from surviving on them is to use a paper towel, they say in the study. In addition, experts strongly warn against using those hand dryers in public restrooms to dry your hair as well, which is understandable because you don't want to put a fecal cloud inside your hair when you're at the club. And then, of course, you carry the fecal cloud onto the dance floor and the rest of us now have to succumb to the fecal cloud in your hair. It's horrible. 
I'm not sure I made your day any better telling you about this because <laughs> I'm sure, you, like me, you used many of these public restroom hand dryers, but just use your pants, man. Your pants. That's the key. The caretaker of Japan's oldest bathroom crashed his car into it. Tokyo. A Japanese man was tasked with preserving cultural heritage, uh, but that man accidentally plowed his car into the country's oldest bathroom. It is a centuries-old Buddhist temple. He destroyed it, the police say. This took place on Tuesday. Tokofuji Temple in the western Kyoto region has a bathroom that's said to date back to the 15th century, earning it the designation of a, a very important cultural asset as being the oldest bathroom in Japan. Uh, I wonder if it has one of those hand dryers in there. It has the oldest hand dryer. It's just an old man that blows on your hands. <laughs> Stupid joke. And we also have an unnamed 30-year-old man in the story. He's an employee of the Kyoto Heritage Preservation Association. Well, he accidentally backed his car into it destroying the original wooden door leading to the bathroom and the whole front face of it, according to the police. Uh, he had parked his car in front of the bathroom, and then he hit the accelerator to restart the car without realizing the vehicle was still in reverse. Uh, according to the Kyoto police officials, they say they've been told it's going to require a lot of work to restore this ancient washroom, unfortunately. Everybody's concerned. The walls inside the bathroom sustained some minor damage. Thankfully, the actual latrines, there are two rows of pits, uh, the latrines survived intact. The washroom was traditionally used by monks as part of their aesthetic training, although, of course, it is no longer in use. It is a heritage site. We have a quote from a very concerned individual named Murata. He says, it is, of course, disappointing that part of this important cultural property has been damaged like this. We will discuss how to restore it in a way that will retain as much of its cultural value as possible. We're on it. He didn't say we're on it. I added that, but I figured he seems like the type of guy that would be on it. Seems all businesslike. Yeah, you got to be on it, man. You got to restore the shitter. This is very important. Uh, those Kyoto temples need to be preserved. Uh, I have actually been to Kyoto and visited many of those temples, and they are some of the most fascinating, coolest, oldest structures I've ever had the privilege of exploring. I had the best time in Kyoto. That place is fascinating, man. It's like, an, it's like you're walking around an old-school Japanese ninja village of some sort. Oh, man. Fabulous. I sort of feel bad for the caretaker of the bathroom. I mean, the last thing you expect to do when you're t taking care of an old school bathroom is to drive your car into it, you know? This guy probably feels like a piece of crap. No pun intended. And uh, I mean, he might even lose his job. I mean, we'll have to do a follow-up story here. But in, in, in case you think you're having a bad day, you know, at least you didn't drive your car into the oldest bathroom in the country. A bathroom that was also your job to protect and preserve... A 140-year-old pair of Levi's just sold for over $87,000 at an auction. They may be the oldest pair of jeans in existence. Turns out gold isn't the only valuable thing you can find in a mine because a pair of vintage Levi's were discovered in an abandoned mine shaft in the American West recently. These Levi's are said to be 140 years old. They recently sold for $87,400 at an auction in New Mexico. 
The genes, which date back to the 1880s, were unearthed by a self-described, quote, denim archaeologist. <laughs> denim archaeologist. I just dig for genes is what I do. His name is Michael Harris. He found them several years ago, and uh, then they were sold to a pair of vintage clothing dealers at a festival on October 1st. Here's a quote from Kyle, who bought the jeans. Well, I'm kind of bewildered, just surprised at myself for even purchasing these jeans. That's it. That's the quote. He's surprised that he bought jeans for $87,000 that he can't wear. I'd be surprised as well, buying these jeans and I can't even wear them. What the heck? Turns out old jeans like this rarely come up at auctions. They are especially sought after among collectors as well. This particular pair of jeans, which are apparently still in a wearable condition, features splatters of wax from the candles miners use to light the narrow tunnels. Other notable details that are specific to jeans of this era include a cloth patch along the belt line, a buckle back adjuster along the seat, suspender buttons, and a single back pocket. In addition, there is a label on the inside of the jeans that reads, quote, the only kind made by white labor. <laughs> what? <laughs> white labor? Okay. Levi's told the media uh, they introduced that slogan after the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882, which barred Chinese workers from entering the U.S. at a time of rampant discrimination. In fact, Levi's even had an anti-Chinese labor policy in place during this time, in case you didn't know. So I guess that's where you get the made by white labor sticker. Uh, this slogan and policy were both eventually scrapped in the 1890s, according to a Levi's spokesperson, who added that the brand is, quote, wholly committed to using our platform and our voice to advocate for real equality and to fight against racism in all its forms. Well, I thought this was a story about some old jeans. Turns out it's a story about racism. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Didn't see it coming. Uh, the auction of these jeans was a clear highlight of the four-day Durango Vintage Festivus. I guess that's a vintage festival. Indeed, one video of the bidding has been viewed more than 7,000 times as of the writing of this article. Collectors probably won't find the final hammer price that surprising, though. Levi's from the 19th century routinely attracts thousands at auctions. In 2018, a pair of jeans from 1893 sold for nearly $100,000 through a private sale to a buyer in Asia. <laughs> Wow, what a coincidence that a buyer in Asia bought those jeans made by white labor. Well, this is all helpful information, guys. Um, now you know what to do. you got to hang on to those old Z Cavaricci jeans that you have from the late 80s. You know the ones. <laughs> the ones in your closet right now that you don't fit in. Just hold on to those things because in 100 years you'll be able to auction them off for who knows what. Hello, my fellow loyal listeners, weirdos. Fans of Weird AF News, thank you for being with me. I want to give a shout out to some people who reached out to me, uh, starting with Joe Fernandez. Joe's an OG fan of the show. One of the only listeners of Weird AF News that I've actually met is Joe Fernandez from Reno. He wrote me a nice email. He said, Jonesy, that was hilarious. Yesterday's podcast, when you sang that falsetto, I'm a podcaster, baby. I just want you to know. Jonesy, please make that your podcast theme song. It can be the intro and the outro. Thank you, Joe. I'm so glad you enjoyed that. Uh, you were the only one to write me about how how cool that was. I thought it was really cool, too. Maybe I will use that. That's very good advice. Ooh, also, I got a lovely email from Amira from Fresno. She's a 
She's a, a a loyal listener of the show and a supporter as she's part of the Patreon. And Amira sent me some pictures of her ducks and chickens. She's running an amazing program out of her backyard where she's rescuing ducks and chickens. It's fabulous. Fab- I like when my listeners are doing really cool stuff in the culture, such as Amira is doing. Um, if you guys are doing anything fascinating like this, please email me. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me some pics. Send me some video of what you're doing. Of course, don't send me anything illegal. You know, if you're shrinking human heads in your basement, I don't need to know about that. You know, keep it to yourself, man. Um, also want to give out the phone number to the show, 646-450-2012. You can call and leave a message if you seem to be motivated or triggered by any of the stories that I do or anything I've said. I'm going to publish some phone calls after this if you want to stick around. And uh, lastly, tomorrow is Friday, so we're only going to be doing news from Florida. So if you come across any weird Florida news, please send them right over, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can tweet them at me, at funnyjones, and my Instagram also, at funnyjones. You can send articles to me there, too. You can DM me. It's all good. Um, I'm I'm welcoming you and your segments and your links with open arms, everyone. If you would like to join the Patreon like Amira has done, please go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews and support the show that way. Uh, or you can go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner or click on buy Jonesy a coffee. How about that? All right. We're doing it. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday. Good night. Jonesy, this is Stanley Robinson. And I'm a blind person, and I'm all for this woman flying her plane. I think blind people are capable of doing anything they want to do. But I'd like to see more congenitally blind people doing things. This girl lost her sight at 14. I was born totally blind uh, and was able to regain some sight as I grew. And I'd like to see more congenitally blind people. That is, people who are blind from birth doing things like this, like flying a plane across the country or hunting. Uh, there is a Blind Golfers Association, and there are other blind organizations. Uh, there's an organization that play uh, blind people that play gold ball, and gold ball is totally a blind person's game. I would explain it, but it would take too much time. You can look it up. <clears throat> anyway, I'm all for this woman. I hope she makes it all the way. Hi, Jonesy. It's Abby Draper. Um, now I'm nervous, and I feel like I'm going to sound like those other people on the phone who sound really funny and silly. Um, in response to Elon Musk's perfume, I wanted to tell you that I tried to make a candle one time that smelled like Lowe's. I don't know if you have Lowe's in California. It's a hardware store. I don't know if that's national. Probably is. Um, so I made it smell like Lowe's because I've always liked the smell of Lowe's my whole life. Um, so I don't know. It was like sawdust and leather and something else. It kind of worked out. Um, uh, made it at one of those candle, candle lab making places. My dog's whining. Doesn't want me to do this. Okay, bye. Hi, Jensi. It's Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. And I was calling about the story where the in Pennsylvania they're putting up signs in parks about big Bigfoot sightings. And I was in the my doctor's waiting room, waiting 
room one day. And the people, there's a couple sitting across from me. And the, you know, we struck up a conversation and the wife said that, um, she was writing a book. And I said, oh, great. What's it about? And they were writing a book about Bigfoot. They had supposedly, they've supposedly seen sightings of Bigfoot in Georgia. And I said, oh, really? Uh, where? Oh, well, we live in Cedartown. I thought, no. <laughs> and where she said that they saw one was only about three miles from my house. And then they said the second sighting was um, towards Cave Spring, Georgia. It's maybe ten minutes from here. I'm like, and she showed me videos. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, my God, okay. Because I'm a skeptic, too. I don't really believe that there is one, and I'm like, if there was one in Cedartown, as long as I've lived here, I would have seen it by now. And so I'm just not really buying it, but it looked to be real on the video, but I don't know, I'm still on the fence about it. I'm like you, it seems like somebody would have found concrete proof by now as long as they've been looking for them. And yes, and you wondered if anybody else was looking for them, like in Europe. Well, in India, they call them yetis. That's where that term comes from. And then there's several other names for them, too, and over in Europe and the Alps and places like that. So they're everywhere, supposedly. So I was just going to let you in on that little tidbit. And... Well, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. So anyway, I hope everybody's having a great hump day, happy hump day. Um, love you, love all the weirdos, and y'all take it easy. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.